I dedicate this as an offering to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sowing who prayed their beneficence and benevolent influence and power evermore wonderfully prevail. Nam Myo Renge Kyo Nam Myo Renge Kyo Nam Myo Renge Kyo Welcome back, friends, to another edition of Soka Gakkai, Becoming Nijiren Shoshu Member. My name's Alexander, your host. I used to be a Soka Gakkai member for 10 years. My parents had me in Nichiren Shoshu of America. That was back when Nichiren Shoshu and Soka Gakkai were united. And, well, long story short, after 10 years of my own practice in Soka Gakkai, I asked questions like, where does the scroll come from that you chant to? Who makes it? Whose life force are we getting? What's going on here? And I didn't get answers that I liked, and I asked the same questions to Nichiren Shoshu members, and I got answers that I liked. Now I can spend another hour explaining the details, the details of all that, but you can go back a couple episodes and hear it for yourself if you want. This time we're going to be doing a bit of reading. I have a nice treat for you today. This is out of the major writings of Nichiren Daishonin, Volume 1, again, Nichiren Shoshu International Center, translated in 1979. This is the Go Show titled, The True Object of Worship. True object of worship, Nichiren, the Shamana of Japan. And for those who are wondering, I've made this podcast kind of as a niche podcast to help anyone wishing to transition without having to ask many questions or having to maybe even reveal themselves uh, because it's very hard to, to leave the Sokagakai. It is a huge body of people and often they snare you in through publications and associations and influence and sometimes even threats and uh, this is really designed to be a tool to help people see me and my family's transition and that's why some of the earlier episodes are a bit more fiery because we were kind of uh, shocked and a little angry too our life conditions have definitely elevated like no, like no, like no other time before, I have to say. Instead of a mania, a manic, energized state after chanting to a counterfeit scroll, counterfeit object of worship. Now, chanting to the Dai Gohonzon of the Three Great Secret Laws in our hearts, and even a, an actual transcription of, of it that has the heritage of over 750 years, all the way to Kwan Ganjo, there's a peace there is truly a hope and an unshakable state of mind that is not swayed by the opinions of others. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> We're going to be on page 45 of this wonderful Gosho book. Quote, Volume 5 of the Makashikan states, at, la- at each moment, excuse me, life at each moment is endowed with the ten worlds. At the same time, each of the ten worlds is endowed with all the others, so that an entity of life actually possesses one hundred worlds. Each of these worlds in turn possesses thirty realms, which means that in the one hundred worlds there are three thousand realms. The three thousand realms of existence are all possessed by a single entity of life. If there is no life, that is the end of the matter. But if there is the slightest bit of life, 
It contains all the 3,000 realms. This is what we mean when we speak of the region of the unfathomable. Note, 3,000 realms might also read 3,000 factors, but the number is the same. The only difference lies in the method of expansion. Another text of the Makashikan states, one world possesses the three realms of existence. Question, is the principle of Ichinen Sanzen, the 3,000 realms in a single entity of life, explained in the Hoke Gengi? Answer, Miao Lo states that it is not. Question, then is it explained in the Hoke Mangu? Answer, Miao Lo states that it is not. Question, what are his exact words? Answer, he says, neither of the two mentions Ichinen Sanzen. Question, is it explained in any of the first four volumes of the Makashikan? Answer, no, it is not. Question, what proof is there of this? Answer, Miaolo says, when at last he revealed in the Makashikan how to perceive the true nature of life, he at the same time employed the 3,000 realms as a way to understand. Question, volume two of the Hoke Gengi states, each of the ten worlds contains the other nine, and in those one hundred worlds are one thousand factors. Volume one of the Hokimangu states, Each cognitive faculty possesses the ten worlds, each of which again includes all the ten within itself. Since each of those hundred worlds possesses the ten factors, the total becomes one thousand. In the canon Genji, Genji appears this statement, the ten worlds are all mutually inclusive, thus making one hundred worlds. One thousand factors are inherent within life, even though they are not visible. All life by its nature possesses all of them. Question. Is Ichinen Sanzen mentioned in the first four volumes of the Makashikan? Answer. Miao says not. Question. What does he exactly say? Or what does he say exactly? Answer. Volume 5 of the Guketsu reads, In comparison with chapter 7, the preceding chapters do not perfectly describe practice in its totality, but they contain the 25 preparatory exercises which lead to understanding, and thus they provide the way to full practice. The first six chapters then are all meant to bring understanding. Also in the same volume, when at last he revealed in the Makashikan how to perceive the true nature of life, he at the same time employed the 3,000 realms as a way to understand. This is the ultimate truth of his teachings. That is why Cheng An stated in his introduction, the Makashikan reveals the teaching that Tentai himself practiced in the depths of his being. He had good reason for saying this. I hope that those who read the Makashikan and seek to understand it will not let their minds be distracted by anything else. The great sage propagated his teachings for 30 years. During the first 29 years, he expounded the doctrines contained in the Hoke Gengi, Hoke Mangu, and other works. Through them, he explained the five periods and the eight teachings, as well as the 100 worlds and the 1,000 factors. He not only refuted the erroneous doctrines of the preceding five centuries, but at the same time clarified matters that had not been fully explained by Buddhist scholars of India. Chang'an states, Even the great 
masters of India were not in a class with him. And the Chinese scholars, well, one need hardly mention them. This is no idle boast. The doctrine he taught was indeed of such excellence. How pitiful that Tiantai's successors allowed these thieves, the founders of the Kegon and Shingon sects, to steal the priceless gem of Ichinen Sansen, and then, ironically, became their followers. Cheng An was fully aware this would happen when he remarked in sorrow, if this principle should become lost, it would be a tragedy for the future. Question. What is the difference between the principle of the 1,000 worlds, or the 1,000 factors, and that of Ichinen Sanzen, the 3,000 realms of life? Answer. The former concerns only sentient beings. The latter applies to both sentient and insentient beings. Question. If insentient beings possess the ten factors, is it correct to assume that plants and trees have minds and can attain Buddhahood like sentient beings? Answer. This is a matter that is difficult to believe and difficult to understand. Tiente defined two points that are difficult to believe and difficult to understand. One lies in the realm of the Buddhist teachings and the other in the realm of his enlightenment. In the sutras preached before the Lotus Sutra, we read that adherents of the doctrines of the two vehicles and people of incorrigible disbelief are forever barred from attaining Buddhahood, and that Shakyamuni for the first time attain enlightenment in this world. However, we find that the first and second halves of the Lotus Sutta repudiate both these statements. One Buddha who says two things as opposite as fire and water. Who could believe him? This is the point. Difficult to believe and difficult to understand in the realm of the Buddha's teachings. The point difficult to believe and difficult to understand in the realm of his enlightenment concerns the principle of Ichinen Sanzen, which explains that even insentient beings possess the ten factors of life, and that they possess both material and spiritual aspects of life. Both the Buddhist and non-Buddhist scriptures permit wooden or painted images to be used as objects of worship. But Tiantai and his followers were the first to explain the principle behind this act. If a piece of wood or paper did not have both material and spiritual aspects, or lacked the inherent cause to manifest a spiritual nature, then it would be futile to rely upon it as an object of worship. Question. What authority do you have for stating that a plant, a tree, or a land manifests cause and effect, or the ten factors? Answer. Volume 5 of the Makashikan says, A land of this world also has the ten factors. Thus an evil land has appearance, nature, entity, power, and so on. Volume 6 of the Shakusen states, Appearance exists only in what is material. Nature exists only in what is spiritual. Entity, power, influence, and relation in principle combine both the material and the spiritual. Internal cause and latent effect are purely spiritual. Manifest effect exists only in what is material. The Kungobairon states, A plant a tree, a pebble, a speck of dust. Each has the innate Buddha nature. 
along with the other causes and conditions needed to attain Buddhahood. Question. You have told us about the sources of this doctrine. Now what is meant by Kanjin? Answer. Kanjin means to observe one's own mind and to find the ten worlds within it. This is what is called Kanjin, observing the mind. For example, though one can see the six sense organs of other people, he cannot see the six sense organs on his own face. Only when he looks into a clear mirror for the first time does he see that he is equipped with all six sense organs. Similarly, various sutras make reference here and there to the six paths and the four noble worlds that constitute the ten worlds, but only in the clear mirror of the Lotus Sutra and ten ties Makashikan can one see his own three thousand conditions, the ten worlds, their mutual possession, and the thousand factors. Question. What part of the Lotus Sutra do you refer to, and uh, what section of the Makashikan? Answer. Chapter 2, Holben Bon, of the Lotus Sutra states that the Buddha appears in this world to open the door of Buddha wisdom to all beings. This refers to the fact that all the nine worlds possess the realm of Buddhahood. Chapter 16, Juryohon, states, Since I attained Buddhahood, an unimaginably long period has passed. The length of my life is infinite aeons. My life has always existed and shall never end. Men of devout faith, once I also practiced the Bodhisattva austerities, and the life which I then acquired has yet to be exhausted. My life will last yet twice as many aeons from now. Here the sutra refers to the realm of Buddhahood, which includes all the other nine worlds. The sutra states, Devadatta shall become a Buddha called Devaraja. This indicates that the world of hell also contains the world of Buddhahood. In the sutra it is stated, there are ten female demons, first named Lamba. The Buddha says to them, You will receive immeasurable good fortune, if only you will protect those who embrace the title of the Lotus Sutra. Thus, the world of hunger contains all the ten worlds. When the Sutra says the dragon king's daughter attained enlightenment, it indicates that the world of animality has the ten worlds. The sutra says that Balin, Ashura, and the other Ashura kings will attain enlightenment upon hearing even a single verse or phrase of the sutra. Thus, the world of anger, Ashura, contains the ten worlds. The sutra says all people who erect statues to honor the Buddha have attained Buddhahood, meaning that the world of humanity contains the ten worlds. The sutra states that the heavenly gods, led by Mahabrahman, declared, we shall attain enlightenment. Thus the world of heaven contains the ten worlds. The sutra says, Shariputra, in one of your lives to come, you will become a Buddha called Padma Prabha. Thus the world of learning contains the ten worlds. The sutra says, those who seek to become Pratekya Buddhas, monks and nuns, join their hands in reverence, wishing to hear the way to attain the perfect truth. Thus the world of Pratekya Buddha has the ten worlds. The sutra describes the multitude of bodhisattvas who appeared from the earth and declared, We also yearn to receive the pure great law. Thus the world of the bodhisattva contains the ten worlds. The sutra says, Men of devout faith, the sutras which the Tathagata expounded are all for the purpose of saving people from their sufferings. 
Sometimes I speak of myself. Sometimes of others. Thus the world of Buddhahood contains the ten worlds. Question. Although I can see both my own sensory organs and those of others, I cannot see the ten worlds in myself or others. How can I believe in them? Chapter 10 of the Lotus Sutra says, The Lotus Sutra is the most difficult to believe and the most difficult to understand. In describing how difficult it will be to fulfill the teachings of the Lotus Sutra after the Buddha's passing, Chapter 11 speaks of the six difficult and nine easy acts. The great teacher Tentai states, Because the theoretical and essential teachings of the Lotus Sutra contradict all the earlier sutras, they are extremely difficult to believe and difficult to understand. The great teacher Chang'an comments, The Buddha intended these as his ultimate teachings. How could they ever be easy to understand? The great teacher Dengyo says, the Lotus Sutra is the most difficult to believe and to understand because in it the Buddha directly revealed what he had attained. Those who were born in the days of Shakyamuni Buddha and heard his teachings in person had received the seed of enlightenment from him in the distant past. In addition, Shakyamuni, as well as Taho Buddha, the Buddhas in the ten directions of the universe, the countless bodhisattvas of the earth, and the other bodhisattvas such as Monju, Miroku, and Miroku, aided them and encouraged them to have understanding. But even then, there were those who failed to believe. Five thousand people left the assembly, arrogantly thinking that they had understood what they had not. All gods and men, other than those already present in the assembly, were moved to other worlds because they were incapable of understanding the Buddhist teachings. How much more difficult is it to believe in the Lotus Sutra after the Buddha's passing, the former and middle days of the law, and even more difficult now at the beginning of the latter day of the law? If it were easy for you to believe in, it would not be the Buddha's true teaching. Question. The passages from the Lotus Sutra and the explanations by Tentai, Chang'an, and others, which you have cited, are free from obscurities and doubtful points. But you seem to be saying that fire is water, or that black is white. Although they may be the teachings of the Buddha, I find it difficult to accept them. Now I look repeatedly at people's faces, but I see only the world of humanity. I do not see the other worlds, and the same is true when I look at my own face. How am I to believe in the ten worlds? Answer. When we look from time to time at a person's face, we find him sometimes joyful, sometimes enraged, and sometimes calm. At times greed appears in the person's face, at times foolishness, and at times perversity. Rage is the world of hell. Greed is that of hunger. Foolishness is that of animality. Perversity is that of anger. Excuse me. Perversity is that of anger, yes. Joy is that of rapture, and calmness is that of humanity. These worlds, the six paths, are all present in the physical appearance of a person's face. The remaining four noble worlds are hidden and dormant and do not appear in the face, but if we search carefully, we can tell that they are there. Question. Although I am not entirely certain about the six paths, it would appear from what you have said that we possess them. But what about the four noble worlds, which cannot be seen at all? Answer. Earlier you doubted that the six lower worlds existed within humanity, but when I illustrated the point through an analogy, you understood. 
Perhaps it will be the same with the Four Noble Worlds. I will try to employ reasoning to explain a little bit about the matter. The fact that all things in this world are transient is perfectly clear to us. It is not because the worlds of the two vehicles are present. Is this not... Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to start that over. <clears throat> the fact that all things in this world are transient is perfectly clear to us. Is this not because the worlds of the two vehicles are present in the world of humanity? Even a heartless villain loves his wife and children. He too has a portion of the, bodhis of the bodhisattva world within him. Buddhahood is the most difficult to demonstrate, but since you possess the other nine worlds, you should believe that you have Buddhahood as well. Do not permit yourself to have doubts. The Lotus Sutra explaining the world of humanity says that the Buddhas appear in this world to open the door of Buddha wisdom to all beings. The Nirvana Sutra states those who study the Mahayana teachings, though they have the eyes of ordinary mortals, are said to have the eyes of a Buddha. That common mortals born in the latter day of the law can believe in the Lotus Sutra is due to the fact that the world of Buddhahood is present in the world of humanity. Question. The Buddha clearly explained that each of the ten worlds has the same ten worlds within itself. Nonetheless, I find it difficult to believe that our base hearts could possess the world of Buddhahood. If I cannot believe it, I will become a person of incorrigible disbelief. With your great compassion, please help me to believe and save me from the torture of the hell of incessant suffering. Answer. You have already seen and heard the, the sutra passages concerning the one great reason why the, Buddha, why the Buddhas appear in the wor this world. If you still do not believe, then how can anyone, from Shakyamuni on down to the four ranks of bodhisattvas, or we common mortals who have yet to attain Buddhahood, save you from disbelief? Nevertheless, I will try to explain. After all, there were some who could not attain enlightenment through the direct teachings of the Buddha, but were able to do so later through the preaching of Ananda and the other disciples. People can attain Buddhahood in two ways, by meeting the Buddha and hearing the Lotus Sutra, or by believing in the Sutra even though they do not meet the Buddha. Even before the advent of the Buddha, some Brahmins in India came to the correct view of life through the Vedas. In China, before the arrival of Buddhism, some had attained the correct view through Taoism and Confucianism. Many wise bodhisattvas and common mortals perceived that the Buddha had planted the seed of Buddhahood within them in the remote past of Sanzen Jintengo before they heard the Lotus Sutra. They understood this by hearing the provisional Mahayana Sutras of the Kegon, Hodo, and Hanya periods. They are like Pratekya Buddhas, who could perceive the impermanence of life in the sight of scattering blossoms or falling leaves. These, then, are the types of people who came to understand the truth through teachings other than the Lotus Sutra. But many did not receive the seed of Buddhahood in their past existences and cling to Hinayana or provisional Mahayana teachings, and even if they are fortunate enough to encounter the Lotus Sutra, they cannot advance beyond their Hinayana or provisional Mahayana views. They are convinced that, they are, that, that their own views are correct, and as a result they place the Lotus Sutra on the same level with the Hinayana Sutras or provisional Mahayana Sutras such as the Kegon and Dainichi. Some even regard the Lotus Sutra as subordinate to these. Such teachers are inferior to the sages of Confucianism and Brahmanism. But let us put this question aside for the moment. The mutual possession of the ten worlds is as difficult to believe as fire existing in a stone, 
or flowers within a tree. Yet under the right conditions, such phenomena actually occur and can be believed. To believe that Buddhahood exists within humanity is the most difficult thing of all. As difficult as believing that fire exists in water or water in fire, nevertheless the dragon is said to produce fire from water and water from fire, and although people do not understand why, they believe it when they see it occur. Since you now believe that humanity contains the other eight worlds from hell to Bodhisattva, why are you still unable to include Buddhahood? The Chinese sage kings Yao and Shun were impartial toward all people. They perceived one aspect of Buddhahood within humanity. Bodhisattva Fukyo saw the Buddha in everyone he met, and Prince Siddhartha was a man who became a Buddha. These examples should help you to believe. Note, the teaching that follows must be kept in strictest secrecy. Question. Shakyamuni, the Lord of Doctrine, is the Buddha who has destroyed all the three illusions. He is the sovereign of all sentient beings in the entire universe. Kings, bodhisattvas, people of the two vehicles, common mortals and heavenly beings. Whenever the Buddha moves, Bonten attends him on the left and Taishaku on the right. Priests and nuns, laymen and laywomen, as well as the eight kinds of lowly beings who protect Buddhism, follow behind while the Congo gods marched in the vanguard. With his 80,000 teachings, he leads all people to enlightenment. How could such a great Buddha dwell in the hearts of us common mortals? Both the teachings before the Lotus Sutra and the first half of the Lotus Sutra itself tell us that Lord Shakyamuni attained his enlightenment for the first time in this world. Searching into those passages for the cause of his enlightenment, we find that he that he practiced bodhisattva austerities in past existences as Prince Nose, Nose, Bodhisattva Judo, King Shibi, and Prince Sata. The Buddha practiced the Buddha, the Bodhisattva. I'm going to start that sentence over again. Excuse me. The Buddha practiced the Bodhisattva austerities for the unimaginably long period described in the teachings of Zokyo, Tsugyo, Bekyo, and Engyo. The first half of the Lotus Sutra, for example, states that he continued practicing for as long as San Zen Jintengo. During that long period, the Buddha served as many as 75, 76, or 77,000 Buddhas. And, finishing his practice, he became Shakyamuni Buddha in this life. Are you saying that each of us has a world of Bodhisattva within, which is endowed with all the blessings Shakyamuni attained as the result of his practice? Again, Looking into these teachings to find the result, the results of his practice, we see that Shakyamuni Buddha's original enlightenment occurred in this life. For more than 40 years, the Buddha revealed himself in four different ways in the four kinds of teachings, and with them, he was able to give benefits to all people by expounding the provisional and theoretical teachings. When he preached the Kagon Sutra, the Buddha appeared as Verachana Buddha, seated in the center of a lotus flower with 1,000 petals. When he expounded the Egon Sutras, he appeared as a Buddha who had eliminated all illusions by practicing 34 kinds of spiritual purification. When he preached the Hodo Sutras, he was accompanied by a great multitude of Buddhas. 10,000 Buddhas joined him when he expounded the Hanya Sutras. In the Dainichi and Kangocho Sutras, 
he made a dignified appearance as 500 and 700 Buddhas and Bodhisattvas respectively. In chapter 11 of the Lotus Sutra, the Buddha manifested himself in four different ways as he transformed the land three times. When the Buddha expounded the Nirvana Sutra, those assembled saw him variously as the Buddha of the Sokyo, Sukyo, Bekyo, or Engyo teachings. When the Buddha entered Nirvana at the age of 80, he left his relics and teachings to benefit people in the former, middle, and latter days of the law. Now, the essential teaching says that Shakyamuni Buddha attained Buddhahood in the remote past of Gohyaku Jintengo, and it describes the various austerities that made this possible. Since then, he has manifested himself in many different ways throughout the universe and preached all the teachings of Buddhism to lead infinite numbers to enlightenment. Incomparably more people have been enlightened through the essential teaching than through the theoretical one. The former is like the ocean and the latter a drop of water. The one a great mountain and the other a speck of dust. What is more, a bodhisattva of the essential teaching is far superior to any bodhisattva of the theoretical teaching, including Manju, Kanan, or any other in the universe. The difference between them is even greater than that between Taishaku and a monkey. Are you saying that besides these bodhisattvas, all beings and all things in the universe are inherent in the ten worlds and the three thousand realms of our own lives? Do the people of the two vehicles who became arhats by destroying their illusions, Bonten, Taishaku, the gods of the sun and moon, the four heavenly kings, the four wheel rolling kings, the great f flames of the hell of incessant suffering, all exist within us? Even if you say this is what the Buddha taught, I still cannot believe it. When we consider it, the teachings that came before the Lotus Sutra must be genuine in both substance and wording. The Kagon Sutra describes, excuse me, the Kagon Sutra describes the Buddha as perfect and free from all falsehood and defilement like the empty sky. A passage of the Nino Sutra reads, one can penetrate the ultimate source of delusion and extirpate his benighted nature until nothing but perfect wisdom remains. In the Kongo Hanya Sutra it says, when one attains enlightenment, nothing but pure goodness will remain within him. Bodhisattva Ashvagasha states in the Daijo Kishinron, Awakening of Faith in the Mahayana, only pure blessings exist within the Buddha nature. Bodhisattva Vasubandhu remarks in his Yuishikiran, the consciousness-only doctrine, when a Bodhisattva advances to the final stage of practice, with adamantine meditation, he extinguishes all remaining seeds of desire and casts away imperfect wisdom, thereby developing the ultimate consciousness of total purity and purification. The Lotus Sutra is only one, while well, the sutras taught before it are innumerable, and the older ones have been taught over a long, longer period than the Lotus Sutra. Therefore, if they contradict the Lotus Sutra, you should accept the older ones, the older sutras. Bodhisattva Ashvagasha was the Buddha's eleventh successor, whose appearance had been foretold in the sutras. Bodhisattva Vasubandhu was one of the greatest Bodhisattvas who ever lived, and and the author of one thousand treatises. How then can you believe the great teacher Tentai, a lowly priest far away from the birthplace of Buddhism, who interpreted the sutras but did not write a single treatise? Still, I might be able to disregard the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings and accept the Lotus Sutra if it had said anything to prove this point. 
But where in the sutra can you find any passages that definitely verify the mutual possession of the ten worlds, one thousand factors, and the three thousand realms of life? Even in chapter two of the Lotus Sutra, we find the following passage. The Buddha has eliminated all evils of life. Neither Vasubandhu's Hokeron, treatise on the Lotus Sutra, nor Bodhisattva Stiramati's Hoshoran, on the treasure vehicle of Buddhahood, makes any mention of the mutual possession of the ten worlds. Nor are there any writings by the great Buddhists of northern and southern China, or by the priests of the seven temples of Japan, that expound this principle. It is simply Tentai's own biased view, and Dengyo made the mistake of transmitting it. That is what the national teacher Qing Liang meant when he said, Tentai's theory is wrong. Priest Hui Yuan said, by defining Hinayana doctrines as Sokyo teachings, Tentai has confused Hinayana and Mahayana. Roko criticized him, saying, Tentai is the only one who did not understand the true meaning of the Kagan Sutra. Tokuichi reproached him, saying, See here, Chi'i, whose disciple are you? With a tongue less than three inches long, you slander the teachings that come from the Buddha's long, broad tongue. Kobodaishi commented, Chinese priests of various sects vied with one another to steal the gi of the Kagon Sutra, calling it their own doctrine. Thus the doctrine of Ichinin Sanzen is not mentioned in either the provisional or the true teachings. It did not appear in the writings of any of the great Indian scholars, and no Chinese or Japanese priest has ever espoused it. How then do you dare to believe it? Answer. Your criticism is harsh. The difference between the Lotus Sutra and the other sutras must be determined by what the sutras themselves say. In them we find statements that the Buddha did not reveal the truth in the first 42 years of his teaching, and that he would reveal it in the Lotus Sutra. Taho and all the other Buddhas throughout the universe presented themselves to testify the truth in the Lotus Sutra, testimony that they did not give for any other sutra. With the Lotus Sutra, Shakyamuni enabled the people of the two vehicles to attain Buddhahood, whereas with the earlier sutras he did not. In the earlier sutras he stated that he attained enlightenment for the first time in this world, but in the Lotus Sutra he revealed that his enlightenment was actually in the remote past of Gohyako Jintengo. I will now explore the problem posed by the scholars you mentioned above. The great teacher Tentai comments, Vasubandhu and Nagarjuna clearly perceived the truth in their hearts, but they did not teach it. Instead, they preached the provisional Mahayana teachings, which were suited to their times. However, the Buddhist teachers who came later biased in their understanding, and the scholars obstinately clung to their own views, until, in the end, they began to battle with one another. Each defended one small corner of the teachings and thereby completely departed from the true way of the Buddha. The great teacher Chang'an says of Tentai, even the great masters of India were not in a class with him, and the Chinese scholars, well, one need hardly mention them. This is no idle boast. The doctrine he taught was indeed of such excellence. In their hearts, Vasubandhu, Nagarjuna, Ashvagasha, Stiramati, and other Buddhist scholars knew the truth of Ichin and Sanzen, but they did not reveal it to others because the time for it to be expounded had not yet come. As for the Buddhist teachers in China who preceded Tentai, some kept this treasure in their hearts and others knew nothing about it. Among those who followed him, some accepted Ichin and Sanzen only after first trying to disprove it, and others never accepted it at all. 
as regards the passage in the Hoban chapter that you quoted, the Buddha has eliminated all evils of life. Here, the Buddha is referring to a teaching from one of the earlier sutras. But when you take a closer look at the sutra, it becomes clear that the mutual possession of the ten worlds is being explained. For in the same chapter, this passage occurs. The Buddhas appear in this world to open the door to Buddha wisdom to all beings. Tiantai comments on this passage as follows. If people do not possess innate Buddha wisdom within them, how could the Buddha say he wanted to develop it? One must understand that the Buddha wisdom is latent in all human beings. Chang'an cites a parable to illustrate this and concludes, how could people realize their Buddha wisdom if it did not exist within them? How could the poor widow discover her treasure if it had not been in the storehouse? It is, however, extremely difficult to convince you that the Lord Buddha exists within us, as do the nine worlds from hell to Bodhisattva. In chapter 10 of the Lotus Sutra, he gives us this, admon uh, this admonishment. Among all the sutras I have preached, now preach, and will preach, this Lotus Sutra is the most difficult to believe and the most difficult to understand. The six difficult and nine easy acts as expo he expounded in the next chapter emphasize the difficulty. Hence, Tiantai states, because the theoretical and essential teachings of the Lotus Sutra contradict all the earlier sutras, they are extremely difficult to believe and difficult to understand, no less difficult than facing an enemy who is armed with a spear. Chang'an comments, The Buddha intended these as his ultimate teachings. How could they ever be easy to understand? The great teacher Dengyo remarks, The Lotus Sutra is the most difficult to believe and to understand because in it the Buddha directly revealed what he had attained. In the first 1,800 years after the Buddha's entry into Nirvana, only three persons perceived the true law. They are Shakyamuni of India, the great teacher Tentai of China, and the great teacher Dengyo of Japan. These three men are all Buddhist sages. Question, what about Nargarjuna and Vasubandhu? Answer, those sages knew, but did not expound it. They expounded part of the theoretical teaching but did not teach either the essential teaching or the truth of the Buddha's enlightenment it contains. Perhaps the people in their age were capable of believing it, but the time was not ripe to expound it, or perhaps neither the people nor the time was appropriate. After the advent of Tiantai and Dengyo, many Buddhists learned of Ichinen Sanzen through the wisdom of these two sages. They included Chia Xiang of the Sanran sect, more than 100 priests of the northern and southern and northern sects of China, Fa Tsang and Qi Ying Liang of the Kegon sect, Xuan Tsang and Zhi Yuan of the Hoso sect, Shan Wu Wei, Qing Kang Qi, and Pu Kong of the Xingan sect, and Tao Xuan of the Ritsu sect. At first, they all opposed Tiantai, but later totally accepted his teachings. Now, to dispel the grave doubts you have about the mutual possession of the Ten Worlds, I refer you to the Muryogi Sutra, which states, Suppose a baby is born to a king and queen. He may be only a day, two days, or seven days old, a month, two months, or seven months old, a year, two years, or seven years old. He cannot yet administer the affairs of state, but already he is honored and respected by all the nation's subjects and ministers and has as his companions the sons of rulers. The royal parents love him without reserve, 
and always talk with him, for he is still very young. Men of devout faith. One who embraces this sutra is like the young prince. The various Buddhas can be likened to the king and the sutra to the queen. They give birth to a bodhisattva, their child. Suppose the bodhisattva listens to and accepts the sutra. If he recites even one phrase or verse or reads even a few lines of it or preaches it one, two, ten, a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand, or countless times, though he cannot yet grasp the full truth of it, already he will be revered by the four kinds of believers and the eight kinds of other lowly beings. He will be attended by great bodhisattvas and continually receive the unreserved protection and compassion of all Buddhas. This is because he is still new to the faith. The Fugen Sutra states, This Mahayana Sutra is the treasure, the eye, and the seed of life for all Buddhas in the universe throughout the past, present, and future. You should exert yourself in practice and never let the seed of Buddhahood die out. It also declares, This, this all-embracing sutra is the eye of the Buddhas, because through its teachings they become endowed with the five types of vision. Since the three enlightened properties of the Buddha's life arise from the sutra, it is the seal of ultimate truth which assures entry into the ocean of nirvana. A Buddha's three pure properties come from this vast ocean and become the fertile field of good fortune for all human and heavenly beings. Now we should go on to survey the entire range of the Buddha's teachings, the, es the exoteric and esoteric, as well as Hinayana and Mahayana. Specifically, the sutras upon which each denomination, Kegon, Shingon, etc., depends for its doctrine. For example, the Kegon sutras describe Virajana Buddha seated in the center of a thousand-petaled lotus flower, the Daijuku Sutra, a cloud of Buddhas who gathered from all over the universe, the Hanya Sutra, the emergence of one thousand Buddhas, and the Dainichi and Kongocho Sutras depict more than twelve hundred Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. All these Buddhas are but temporary manifestations of the original Buddha. These sutras all reveal the practices of Shakyamuni Buddha and the Buddhahood he attained in this life, but they do not reveal the original cause for his enlightenment in the remote past of Gohyaku Jintengo. It is true that the immediate attainment of Buddhahood is revealed in the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, but they do not mention Shakyamuni Buddha teaching his disciples in the remote past of Sanzen Jintengo and Gohyaku Jintengo. Therefore, there is no revelation of when the Buddha started teaching or when he finished. The Kegon Sutra seems to belong to the higher two, and the Dainichi Sutra to all of the four teachings, Sokyo, Tsugyo, Bekyo, and Engyo. But these sutras actually fall into the category of Sokyo and Sugyo, and the lower two teachings. Excuse me, the lower two teachings. Because they do not expound the three requisites for Buddhahood. Innate Buddha nature, the potential to realize it, and the cause that makes the Buddha nature develop. Then how can we define these sutras as the seed of enlightenment? The translators of the new versions of the sutras learned about Tiantai's teaching of Ichinen Sanzen when they returned to China. When they translated Sanskrit sutras into Chinese, some put Tiantai's principle into their translations, and others claimed that the originals they had brought back from India already contained it. Some of the scholars of Tiantai's sect were simply pleased that other sects expounded the same doctrine as theirs, while others praised the Buddhism of India and slighted that of China, or discarded their original doctrines and adopted new ones. These scholars yielded to their devilish nature and stupidity. However, without Ichinen Sanzen, the seed of enlightenment, sentient beings cannot attain enlightenment, and any statue or image would be an object of worship in name alone. You have not yet fully answered my question about the mutual possession of the ten worlds. 
Answer. The Murdiyogi Sutra states, If you embrace this sutra, you will naturally receive the benefits of the six paramitas without having to practice them. The whole Ben chapter of the Lotus Sutra says, They wish to hear the teaching of perfect endowment. The Nirvana Sutra states, Sad indicates perfect endowment. Bodhisattva Nargarjuna comments, Sad signifies six. The Daijo Shiran Gengi Ki, annotation of the four Mahayana theses, states, Sad connotes six. In India, the number six implies perfect endowment. In his annotation of the Lotus Sutra, Chia Song writes, Sad means perfect endowment. The great teacher Tentai remarks, Sad is a Sanskrit word which is translated as Myo. An arbitrary interpretation of these quotations may distort their meaning, but in essence they mean that Shakyamuni's practices and the virtues he consequently attained are all contained within the single phrase, Myo Ho Renge Kyo. If we believe in that phrase, we shall naturally be granted the same benefit as he was. I will end there for this episode, my friends. And thank you, as always, for joining me on this wonderful trip through the Gosho as translated and kept beautifully at the Head Temple Taisekaji of Nichiren Shoshu. Don't forget to share.